Hello, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire Northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, and welcome to the December 3rd uh, edition of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan DeRitter. I'm the head soccer coach at Dulles South High School for the boys and director coaching for Soccer Innovations of America. Um, for our prayer tonight, I'd like for you to uh, keep in mind um, my mother and our family. Uh, she is in CCU right now, and... Um, and uh, of course, I don't have to tell you what that means. And so, uh, I would like for um, to dedicate tonight's show for her and for her recovery. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, I thank you for all the um, all the uh, the distractions of the beautiful game of soccer that we do have, and we can kind of focus on those things. And um, uh, but. We do pray for all those who are really suffering right now, especially my mother, um, that all the ill be healed. And we offer up this show uh, for that purpose, so all the doctors, nurses, and caregivers, and family members of all those who are sick and injured, especially the sick and injured, be granted the Holy Spirit to come upon them, stay with them, and guide them throughout this time. In Jesus' name we pray all these things, amen. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, well, like I, like I said in the prayer, I'm going to focus on soccer right here. Be a nice distraction, and uh, and and uh, for most of the people listening to the show, it's not just a distraction. It's it's a uh, it's important, you know. Just keep it in perspective, okay? Uh, uh, really, I think that's what I'm learning this week. All right, okay. Uh, before I go through all the scores. Um, uh, we had a bad weather this weekend again. Bad weather uh, seems to uh, be the theme of this year, uh, not just in soccer, but in all sports. Um, it, this is, of course, having bad weather is, is kind of normal in the winter, um, but um, it, it's like a lot of people are going to be affected by this with power rankings because a lot of games are being canceled. I have one canceled right now that I cannot get rescheduled, and, and, uh, and people are, are scrambling because... Uh, they might have to, um, <laughs> I don't know what, they're going to have to reschedule games. And then you got to be careful because you can't reschedule tournaments if you're already maxed out on tournaments. And if people are wondering, can I reschedule the game from the tournament that I, that I lost that I thought I was going to have? That's why I didn't schedule a regular season game against these people, yada, yada, yada. And, and so there's a lot of panic going on right now. A lot of teams were in a lot of tournament games this weekend that got canceled. So LHSA put a document out today, uh, Ms. Fallon Buckner. What a wonderful commissioner she is. Um, I mean, she's not just uh, waiting to the playoffs to get involved. Uh, she's involved every day. And um, she basically uh, interpreted how, how the rule, which is in the handbook, it's, uh, there's two places in the handbook that talk about um, um, tournament play and also rescheduling soccer matches. Instead of rereading you the rules, you can look at those. That's a rule for those of you who are uh, lawyer types. Uh, it's rule 6.11.4, okay, um, in the handbook. That's bylaw 6.11, and it's also uh, um, 18.3.6. If you want to go to the uh, – if you 
want to go to the handbook, uh, but I'd rather go to the interpretation instead. Okay, uh, she's given us a few things, okay? Um, if you started your contest and it was suspended prior to the first half, you are permitted to reschedule that game at a later date. If you're unable to reschedule, the game will be recorded as a canceled or not played. So a lot of games just get, got started, and you want to keep that game. And let's say uh, um, you, uh, you're worried about this rule, the rule 18-2-2, 19 contests per season in three tournaments or 18 contests in four tournaments. So um, – Let's say you've had 19 and 3 scheduled or 18 and 4, all right, and uh, and you started this game and you want to complete it, and especially if it would help your power rankings out, they're going to allow you to reschedule that game and not have it count against um, your contest, if I'm understanding that uh, correctly. So at least you can get that game made up, but... Um, it's basically, uh, um, I'm going to quote her in this. If you currently have three tournaments and 18 or fewer regular season contests scheduled, then you're at, permitted to add a fourth tournament. That's it, okay? Uh, so if a team were unable to play any contests over the weekend, all scheduled matches would be considered canceled. And participation in another tournament is not, N-O-T, not permitted to replace the tournament loss. Uh, lost, not loss unless you have not met the maximum number of allowable tournaments on your current schedule. So uh, if you've had uh, – so I, I've played in one tournament already, okay? So I, I have uh, three tournaments this year instead of four. Um, um, so if you have four tournaments scheduled, you can't go and reschedule a tournament if you started playing this tournament. So they're going to let you have the game but they're not going to let you have another tournament to recoup all the points that you're probably going to lose um, from it. That's just, uh, I think it's actually very fair and um, um, it's kind of aggravating. We can't control the weather and that's, I guess that's kind of the risk of the, of the numbers game and scheduling when it comes to power rankings that you can't predict the weather and you can't predict a lot of things actually. And, uh, and if, you're, if you're counting on your, your ability to schedule, and be creative. Uh, uh, this is where that kind of bites you in the leg, you know, in the ankle. Um, I really don't like power rankings for those reasons. Uh, I like power rankings for a lot of other reasons. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think seating purposes, it would be good to use power rankings. But qualifying for, for – um, for the playoffs, I still have a problem with it because because of think situations like this, okay, and uh, and people creatively scheduling instead of our kids playing the best talent possible, uh, the plus situations possible, having a chance to play a championship game. Uh, I'm still uh, mad about that. That uh, championship games are kind of like lost in the shuffle. I know that Chad was going to try to address that in his tournament with Copa Cadiana. Uh, but there's a lot of development there for a kid to have to play under that kind of pressure. Really, and a tournament final prepares you for when it really matters in the playoffs. And um, uh, and that's gone now because people are afraid of losing a tournament final. So um, power rankings have had some bad side effects. If you're, if you're in the business of developing kids, if you're in the business of making playoffs and and um i don't know and getting medals and whatever then power rankings are are, are really good uh and it's a fun game uh i know coaches personally they just they they relish in it you know they they make sure they schedule uh teams that are going to win 10 games 
and uh, and just focus on that and get a couple of good good teams and then a whole bunch of teams you can beat. And uh, really, I'd rather I, – I'm a boys soccer coach. So, man, look, I want to go against ESA. I want to go against Holy Cross. I want to go against Jesuit. I want to go against St. Paul's. I try to get all of them on my schedule. Uh, and, and that goes against the grain of power rankings. And I'm hoping my, my team makes it into the playoffs. I'm pretty uh, – you know uh, – at, at, but my focus is not making the playoffs, but winning the playoffs. And so if you're going to try to win in the playoffs, you've got to be able to develop your kids during the season or is they're going to get a cold slap in the face when they play their first playoff game on the road. So um, that's just my two cents. Uh, um, my solution, I guess, would be to keep it the way it used to be, okay, and then use the power rankings to uh, to seed the tournament. That. That's my two cents for what it's worth, and uh, it's probably not worth very much. Anyhow, when we come back from our break, okay, we got to pay bills here. We come back from the break, we're going to go over the girls' scores, ladies first, and then uh, and then we'll go over the boys' scores that of the games that were allowed to be played um, uh, with these conditions on Monday Night Football. Your voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. It's no ordinary sports show. Candid conversation. We've got it all. Must have guests. Significant Louisiana sports figures. Serious knowledge. Post-game breakdowns, trivia, historical flashbacks, and my editorials. That'll make even the most diehard sports fans go wow. From the one guy who's always in the zone. It's what happens when you've been around Louisiana sports this long. The WGNO Sports Zone, Wednesdays at 1015. All right, welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Uh, again, I'm Coach Alan Ritter, head soccer coach for the boys at De La Salle and Soccer Innovations of America's director of coaching. Okay, um, okay, let's go straight to the girls, okay? Uh, uh, Dustraham beat Parkview Baptist 7-1. to one. Um, Lusher beat AOL, Academy of Our Lady, 7-2. to um, That was a non-district game. Shumet be, uh, was beaten by Christ Episcopal School. Watch out for this school, y'all. This school is getting real serious real fast. They beat Shum at 6-1. to That's a Division three, I think, school or four, uh, beating a Division one school handily. Uh, Archbishop Hannon beat Cabrini 3-0. to zero. Um, And Bird beat Cattle Magnet 4-0. to zero. That is significant. Okay. Um, um, uh, the university beat Holy Savior Menard 4-1. to one. And I heard Menard is really good, so that's bad news for all you people who have to deal with university. Uh, university is just uh, uh, loaded with talent in every sport, it looks like. I went to, we went to play there in the semifinals and, um, and football. And they just had on their on their um, scoreboard all their teams making it to the state championships or winning state championships in every sport that they've participated in so far. So this doesn't bode well for everybody who's in uh, uh, who's going to be competing against the university for state titles this year. Um, um, New Iberia Senior High beat Vermillion Catholic two, three to two. Um, I got a chance to pass. That's my alma mater. I got a chance to pass the school yesterday and maybe even tonight uh, again. Just get some good memories. It's so awesome to see soccer goals on the campus of my alma mater. Uh, uh, yes, I'm old. I remember when soccer was just a dream. Anyhow, uh, Covenant Christian beat Kenner Discovery seven to one. 
Alexandria beat Pineville eight to zero. Okay, so that was a ten run ruler there. Bell Chase beat Grace King three to one. Uh, Bell Chase is in our district, and I, I know the girls' coach, and uh, they really take things seriously, and that's a, that's an uh, example of it. Slidell beat Chalmette eight to nothing. Um, Central beat Ponchatoula eight to nothing. Country Day uh, lost to Pope John Paul three to zero. Baton Rouge and Mandeville girls. Now this is girls. Uh, Mandeville beat them two to one, but that tells you that Baton Rouge is looking pretty good. Um, of course, remember Mandeville is state finalist. St. Thomas More beat ESA. This is the girls uh, three to zero. Grace Christian beat Tioga 8-0. North Shore beat Newman 3-1. Uh, Vanderbilt beat St. Charles Catholic 6-0. Um, Central Baton Rouge uh, beat Ponchatoula 8-0. Um, Episcopal Baton Rouge 2-0 and De uh, beat Lee, that is. And Dunham Springs beat St. Michael's 1-0. Okay, so that was in the middle of the week. Um Towards the weekend, Neville and uh, beat Benton four to one. Haynes Academy beat Pearl River Handley seven to one. Catholic of New Iberia beat Cecilia seven to one. Sacred Heart uh, in Turlings Catholic fought a war. Okay, um, if you go to LA Prep uh, Soccer um, dot. Uh, Dot com. You can see actually video footage of the, of this war. Turlings Catholic beat Sacred Heart three to two. Two two uh, uh, giants there. Um, anyhow, um, Washita Parish beat St. Fred's eight to nothing. That's a, that's. Uh, notable. West Washita beat Houghton 3-2. Loyola beat uh, Cato Magnet 3-0. Cedamont beat Slidell 1-0. Parkview Baptist beat East Ascension 1-0. Westminster beat Westgate 1-0. Uh, and then uh, Walker beat Ponchatoula 5-0. Parkview Baptist beat East Ascension 1-0. Cedamont beat Slidell 1-0. West Feliciana and Episcopal Baton Rouge tied one all. Parkview Baptist beat Central 1-0. North Lake Christian beat Pearl River 2-0. Live Oak uh, uh, beat Ponchatoula 7-0. Mount Carmel beat Dutchtown 2-0. University beat Pope John Paul 2-1. Uh, and I think that is a, a, a big deal. Um, uh, anyhow, uh, oops, my my bad. It was it was uh, Mount Carmel beat Dutchtown two to zero, not two to one. Okay, and um, still significant result. West Washington beat Washington Christian seven zero. Alexandra beat Catholic New Iberia two to one in Copa before it was all canceled. Holy Savior Menard beat Beauchene two to zero, uh, and then Westgate five to zero. Covenant Christian be South Lafouche five to zero, and uh, um, let's see, Live Oak beat Episcopal one to nothing. Episcopal is always dangerous, so that's a that's a sign there that uh, Live Oak is, is is strong. Denham Springs beat Lee three to one. Uh, let's see, Westminster lost to Cecilia four to zero. Slidell beat West Feliciana two to zero, and um, let's see. Slidell and Central tied 0-0, and University and Dutchtown tied 1-1. Okay, St. Michael's beat West Washita 3-1. University beat Mount Carmel 1-0. So University looks like they're back in the driver's seat again with their talent. Um, in the Captain Shreve Gator Cup, Neville beat Airline 2-0, Benton 3-1. 
and then North DeSoto three to zero, but then lost to Mandeville two to zero, which is a very very respectable score. Uh, my hats off to uh, Mandeville for going up north and participating in that tournament. Um, uh, that is a, that is really good for the game. Okay, so that's it for the girls. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the boys. It's a little easier to talk about the boys because the boys put out a weekly top 10, and we're going to focus on the scores from that perspective on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. Hello, this is Coach Alan DeRitter, and I want to invite all of you to take a closer look at De La Salle High School in New Orleans. De La Salle is a dynamic, inclusive community committed to academic excellence by evidence with our classrooms of the future, and of course, our commitment to athletics is second to none. Come take a look at DeLaSalleNOLA.com and schedule your spend a day today. That's DeLaSalleNOLA.com. You can advertise your business for as little as $50. Contact us to see our rates and get your business in front of the Gulf Coast soccer community. Follow us on Twitter at MNFUTBOL, as well as Facebook, or call us at 504-577-3131. All right, welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for soccer. Yeah, we're pre-recorded now. Now that we're doing podcasts, but it's a shame because uh, the the um, December third top ten is going to be released uh, at at post time. But uh, we're not live on the radio anymore, and that's one of the regrets I have about not being live on the radio. I'm working on one radio station, maybe uh, broadcasting us and then podcasting it from there. Stay tuned with that. Uh, again, if you want to help us with that endeavor, um, please sponsor the show with uh, and, and reach all these soccer people who are obviously watching and listening. All right, so we're going to go through um, the divisions now when it comes to the boys and what what has happened uh, in the last couple of, uh, well, last week or so. Okay, St. Paul's is ranked number one. Um, they beat Lafayette 2-0, to zero, West Jefferson 2-0, to zero, which – Tells me West Jefferson is good. I coach a lot of their players, and uh, it's really nice to see them uh, step up and be able to uh, compete with uh, St. Paul's. Uh, and then St. Paul's beat Catholic at Baton Rouge three to nothing. Okay, Jesuit uh, beat Mandeville two to nothing. But hats off to Mandeville for playing Jesuit. Okay, I get a chance to play them on Thursday. Um, so Jesuit and St. Paul stay undefeated. St. Paul's has one tie, and Jesuit has two ties. Denham Springs uh, beat Live Oak, wow, 9-1. to one. Okay, I didn't see that one coming. And then beat uh, Lafayette 5-2 to two, and then lost to St. Amant 2 to nothing. Catholic of Baton Rouge beat Acadiana 3-1 to one, and then, of course, lost to St. Paul's. North Shore beat West Jefferson 2-1. to one. Uh, Again, I think North Shore is a powerhouse, so uh, in a way that's a good sign for West Jefferson. And also North Shore in, in uh, St. Paul's. Don't feel that, you know, uh, you played a bad game and only got two goals. Okay, that that's they have a good goalkeeper and they have good talent. That, you know, that's a legitimate win. The North Shore beat Grace King four to nothing. Saint Amant is uh, to beat Eighty White. That's not a minor task. So Saint Amant's for real. Um, they beat uh, they beat Eighty White four to one. Denham Springs two to nothing, and they lost to Lafayette two to one. Okay, uh, so. 
Um, interesting scores there, uh, kind of not, not understanding that after these tournaments are played, especially uh, by the time we get to, the, to, to January, it's going to be pretty clear. The cream's already starting to rise to the top. There's still some question marks out there. Like, you know, uh, with this ED, beating Edie White 4-1, to then losing Lafayette 2-1, to and Lafayette's ranked 8th. Is Lafayette underranked? Lafayette's uh, 2-4 and four as of as – of, uh, uh, post time tonight so uh, really we still haven't figured out the bottom 10 okay but definitely um the top five are or 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 solid alexandria is four three and one they beat pineville four to one and then tied acadiana two to two okay so maybe acadiana should be um in the top 10 i don't know uh, lafayette uh um, beat St. Amat two to one, like we said, but then they lost to St. Paul's and then lost to Denham Springs two to five. Uh, you know, um, so Denham Springs, uh, um, I don't know. We got, time's going to tell as all this uh, pans out. Other other uh, teams worth mentioning: uh, Bird is seven and zero. They beat Loyola six to one, and that's not uh, um, a minor task. Okay. Um, East Ascension is 5-1-1, one, and one, beating Bonneville, Central, and Sulphur. Mandeville is 6-3, and three, but Mandeville's playing really good competition, like we talked about with Jesuit. They beat Sulphur 4 to nothing and Zachary 3 to nothing. So when they go on, the, I guess that's that creative scheduling stuff that we were talking about earlier. When they go against the teams that are in the middle ranks, I mean, they just obliterate them. And, uh, um, and, and they're getting better by playing teams like Jesuit. Watch out for Mandeville. Uh, Captain Shreve uh, is 5-3, and three, and they beat West Monroe. And let's see. I think Barb should be mentioned uh, and Slidell. Slidell is undefeated. They're four zero and one. They beat Chalmette five to nothing. Barb is five one and two, and uh, they beat uh, Leesville, Bonneville, and Hammond. And I'm gonna mention West Jefferson. West Jefferson's officially zero and three, but they lost to North Shore and St. Paul's. Okay. Good luck with that, everybody out there. All right, in Division Two, uh, Holy Cross is solidly on top uh, when it came to last week's uh, last week's tabulations. But they 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 had a major setback this week in losing to Newman three to one. If you want to call that a setback, I, I consider Newman. Of course, Newman now is under new leadership, but that doesn't mean that their talent is 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 uh, rebuilding. They're reloading, and uh, so Holy Cross. Uh, I admire them for playing Newman because that's not a power rankings kind of game you'd want to schedule. Um, so good job there. Um, Woodlawn, Baton Rouge, very talented team. Uh, they lost to Turlings two to nothing. That's that's a huge uh, message to all of you guys in Division Three. Knock knock. Who's back? Turlings. All right. Boshan lost to St. Louis. No shame there. Two to six. Um, we're going to see a lot of shuffling, I think, in Division Two Top 10 tonight. East Jefferson beat Landry Walker in a district game, 8 to nothing, and Carver in a district game, 8 to nothing. Uh, so they're 4-1, but I'll just leave it at that. Cato Magnet uh, uh, has no scores recorded for this last week. St. Thomas Moore beat New Iberia 4-2 to two, and Central Lafouche 3 to nothing. Two really good wins there. Riverdale... Uh, uh, Beat Higgins four to one, and then they drew Noma. Yell Noma is basically my U sixteen team, and uh, uh, that was zero zero with Riverdale. And Riverdale's got a really talented forward, so Riverdale stays undefeated. Lakeshore beat Baton Rouge three to two, which is quite a feat. Uh, 
8-0 St. Michael's. My goodness. Then beat Lutcher 6 to nothing and Tara 6 to nothing. So Lakeshore now is 4-1, and one, and they're going to probably be rising. Central Lafouche lost to St. Thomas Moore, and then Drew St. Martinville. St. Martinville, again, is program up and coming. Ruston uh, beat Union Parish, Northwood Shreveport, and Como. Um, games of note, though, with Ruston is they drew 2-2 two two with Parkway. And uh, uh, so, and I think they they tied airline. So uh, Rustin bottoms out the uh, the top ten, but um, uh, in Division Two, uh, Ben Franklin. Uh, these are some teams of note. You can all Ben Franklin is the kind of team that uh, that schedules. Uh, for for uh, development, and so they're one and three, but that doesn't mean that they're a one and three team. They won the district game uh, with Carver eight to nothing. Okay, but then they lost to Bonneville one to two, and everybody who's seen Bonneville play this year, you know that they're for real. They have some really good talent. Other teams, I think we got we have to mention um, in Division Two uh, that are Shakers, Terrebonne uh, beat Catholic New Iberia one to nothing, but then lost to Vanderbilt, but only two to nothing. So Terrebonne is a team to watch out for. Um, and I think Central Baton Rouge, we need to talk about. They beat Dunham four to one and HL Bourgeois four to zero, uh, but then they lost to Episcopal Baton Rouge three to one in East Ascension. So. Um, Anyhow, uh, those are teams that are on the rise. Uh, um, uh, anyhow, in Division Three, oh well, I guess I ought to mention De La Salle. I just don't like Tudor Moon Horn because then it becomes a, um, I don't know. It, my black kids say that I'm unfair to, to my kids, so I'm gonna just say this: we beat Thibodeau and McBean both four to nothing. Okay, uh, in Division Three now, Edie White, uh, who I'm gonna have to deal with in my district next year. Uh, um, they're strong, but uh, they ran into Saint Amon like we said earlier, and lost to them four to one. Saint Louis Catholic is undefeated. They'll probably take the number one spot this week by beating Beauchene, like we mentioned earlier. And Sulphur, uh, they beat Sulphur two to nothing, but that's like a rival game, so that's a pretty good score. Uh, University Lab um, is still undefeated. They beat Menard uh, and uh, Loyola Prep. Uh, is uh, ranked fourth. They lost to Bird, but then tied Episcopal Baton Rouge. So a lot to be said there. Turlings Catholic, again, is on a war path, it looks like. They're undefeated. They beat Woodlawn and Baton Rouge, like we mentioned earlier, but then they tied ESA. Yeah, they tied ESA, 0-0, okay? And uh, that says a mouthful right there. Turlings Catholic is a team to watch out for. Vanderbilt Catholic beat Terrebonne 2 to nothing. Holy Savior Menard lost to University uh, Lab. Uh, Parkview Baptist uh, beat Haynes 2-1 to one, and then tied Neville. St. Martinville um, beat Karen Crow and then tied Central Lafouche and Benton. And then DeRitter uh, lost to Lusher Charter, a team that's up and coming. Okay, and that was one to nothing. All right, teams of note in Division Three that we should mention. Uh, Lusher Charter is one of them. They beat Christ Episcopal two nothing, which is a good team. DeRitter one to nothing, and then Live Oak five to nothing. So uh, Lusher is is uh, coming around. Uh, North Sesoto uh, also is five and two. They beat Minden, North Caddo, and Red River, but then lost to Parkway. Archbishop Hannon beat New Iberia, Country Day, 
St. Fred's and Homer Christian, and then lost to Fountain Blue, okay, uh, a, a team that I got to see this year. Um, there's no, no slouch there. So Hannon is 5-2. and two. They might make it up into the top 10. Haynes Academy is always dangerous. They beat St. Martin 6-2 to two and Westgate 7 to nothing. They lost to Parkview Baptist 2-1. to one. Um, and I think I think Noma's got to be watched, y'all. I really do. Not tooting the soccer innovations horn too loudly, but they beat Belchase three to one, and they tied Riverdale. And I think that they're they're slightly under ranked right now too. All right, Division Four ESA is undefeated, but they tied Turlings. North Lake Christian, okay, is sitting at second. Uh, they beat Rommel four to two, but they lost to Zachary three to two. So it makes me curious actually about Zachary. Uh, Newman beat Holy Cross and Destrahan. Uh, they're undefeated. Chances are you'll see them um, uh, take the number two spot. I don't know. Uh, we'll see how that goes. It'll be published tonight at 7 o'clock. St. Thomas Aquinas uh, tied Benton 2-2. Two to two. Um, Episcopal. Uh, that's, of course, Episcopal from Baton Rouge. Beat Kenner Discovery, Central Baton Rouge, and then tied Loyola Prep. Kudos for them for uh, playing North Louisiana teams. Catholic New Iberia beat Como and Washita Parish. But like we said earlier, they lost to Terrebonne. Uh, it's, it, seems, it seems to me that uh, uh, this Thibodeau Soccer Club, Thibodeau United, um, is is improving the play down there. Because uh, uh, some people just won't travel to Homa, I guess, to play. And uh, I was talking to um, the, co- the coach over there at Terrebonne. I mean, excuse me, at Thibodeau High School, and and uh, he says that's still a problem, but at least Thibodeau United allows these Thibodeau kids to keep playing. I'm saying Terrebonne, you know, is dealing with that issue, but there's just a lot of good soccer going on in the home of Terrebonne area. Country Day uh, beat Runnels 2 to nothing, Ascension Episcopal 2 to nothing, and lost a hand in 3 to 2. Sterlington, a team I know nothing about, uh, beat Evangel 3 to nothing, and Tioga 2 to 1, so that puts them 4 and 1. Glenn Mora, who's not a secret anymore, beat Grant 4-0 to and tied North Familian. And Christ Episcopal uh, beat St. Charles 6 to nothing, lost to Lusher, like we said earlier, and then tied Dunham. Okay, so I think Dunham we're going to have to keep an eye on. Dunham beat Lee 4-1, to lost to Central, uh, then tied Pope John Paul and Christ Episcopal. I think uh, Pope John Paul II now definitely should be in the top 10. They are seven one and one. They beat Homa, Kenner Discovery, St. Martin's, and then tied Dunham. I think Ascension Christian as well is going to be a team that moves. They beat Catholic Point Capi nine to one, St. Fred's two to zero, Kenner Discovery eight to one, and St. Martin's. No, they beat St. Martin's eight to one. Excuse me. They beat Kenner Discovery two to one. So uh, Ascension Christian is is uh, of course uh, well coached, and uh, we'll probably see them rise. Um. And Calvary Baptist is 3-1-1. One, one. They beat North Cotto, West Washita, and Menden. Lost to Bozier and then tied uh, Huntington. So um, that, those are some – I think this team needs to be mentioned too. Homa Christian beat Plaquemine, St. Martins, and St. Charles. Then lost a hard-fought game to put John Paul 3-2. Then lost to Hannon 3-0. So Homa Christian has arrived, and uh, they may wind up in the top 10. So exciting soccer, even though a lot of these games got rained out, y'all. Um, still, uh, uh, there was a lot of good soccer that, that happened and, uh, and that was played and, um, 
Uh, again, I want to thank Fallon Buckner for keeping her finger on the pulse of what's going on with soccer and, and ruling it with common sense. And again, um, if you have any questions, just talk, just email her F-B-U-C-K-N-E-R at LHSA.org and she'll be glad to uh, to consider what it is you see about the rule that's unfit, if you see any of the rules unfit. That's such a welcome change. Anyhow, uh, this is Coach Allen DeRoto. got a lot of great soccer this week coming up, and uh, um, I can't wait to talk about it next week, God willing. Please continue to pray for my mother. I appreciate that. If you want to get in touch with us, get in touch with us at LA Prep. Yeah, at LA Prep Soccer. Uh, I'm A Deritter, A D E R I T T E R. You can uh, message me there, or you can message me on Facebook or Twitter at M N F U T B O L. Thank you, God, and God bless you and your family. Carpe diem in Christ. Never take any day for granted. Take care. Bye bye.